As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1,248. Today, I'm back in the studio in New Hampshire and here to talk about the Twitter Q&A that Ryan Johnson conducted just a few short days ago. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proust. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I covered the Facebook Q&A yesterday, and today we're talking about the Twitter Q&A session. Now, the Twitter Q&A session was done differently from the Facebook one, and it's not like it can't be done the same way. I mean, you know, you use Periscope and you broadcast live, and you could go on for 20 minutes, an hour, whatever, as long as you want to do. In this case, for Twitter's Q&A session, they actually just took questions and recorded short videos of Ryan Johnson answering the pre-selected questions. There were 11 in all that he posted answers to. And just for fun, I will embed them all into the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com if you want to check them all out there. However, not all of them necessarily pertain to The Last Jedi in ways that are worth discussing here on the podcast. So I figure I will just talk about a few of them here. And the rest of them, if you were interested in checking them out, just head over to Star Wars 7x7. Or you can check out the official Star Wars Twitter feed. It's not on Ryan's Twitter feed. It's not on Twitter's Twitter feed. It's on the official Star Wars Twitter feed, twitter.com slash Star Wars. So let's start off with the one where he's asked how he would describe The Last Jedi in three words. The Last Jedi on three, in three words. Uh, intense. Fun. Star Warsian-ish. No, I don't know about you, but I've been thinking about this for a while now, and I think I'm finally ready to say something about it. I don't feel like I ever heard The Force Awakens being described as fun, and I'm not saying that it isn't fun or that people didn't think it was fun, but in thinking about how the filmmakers were talking about the force awakens prior to its release i don't recall them making a point over and over again of saying this is a fun movie i think the thing that they talked about most was the practical effects like going back to actual physical tangible effects more so not more so that's the wrong phrase but making more of a point of saying, hey, there's a lot more practical effects and yeah, there's CGI and whatnot, but we're really leaning into this whole practical effects thing. That was, I think, the thing that 
they made a point of talking about with The Force Awakens to set it apart. With The Last Jedi, I feel like the thing that I'm hearing most in terms of the way that they are setting it apart is that they keep talking about how fun it is. And it's very character-driven. And as Ryan Johnson has said to the intensity point that they're putting the characters to the biggest test they can possibly put them. But the fun thing keeps coming up. And I'm very curious to see how they're going to pull that off. Like, fun moments so far, we've really only had, you know, Poe saying permission to go blow something up and Leia saying permission granted, right? So there's a fun moment. And there's also, this was the best. When we were away for Thanksgiving, uh, myself and Brainstormer Lonnie and... Scorekeeper Declan and Quizmaster Joe, when we were away for Thanksgiving, we saw the uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi commercial where we get to see one of the porgs on the dash of the Millennium Falcon's cockpit and Chewie whacks it off of there with a very satisfying, resounding thump. And so slapstick, yeah, terrific, fantastic. But we haven't gotten a lot of the fun stuff yet. And it's just as well, I suppose, because... You know, you don't want to ruin that kind of stuff. But I hope they are, in fact, correct and they're not just saying, oh, we think it's fun, we think it's fun, and it turns out, eh, not so much. So, fingers crossed about that. All right, let's get into another question where somebody asked Ryan about his favorite places to have shot the movie, his favorite locations. We shot in some amazing locations. We were in Croatia. Uh, We did some shooting in Iceland. But I think my favorite spot to be was Ireland. We had such a good time there, and um, all the folks who lived where we were shooting uh, just welcomed us with open arms, and the local crew was so cool. So ah, I love Ireland. So the interesting part of that answer for me is that I don't think I had heard Iceland being referenced as a place where they were filming anything. So that, of course, raises some immediate questions in my head. Where were they shooting, or where were they shooting, number one, but also For what were they shooting in Iceland, right? So Croatia, we are given to believe, has something to do with Canto Bight. Ireland, of course, has to do with Aktu. It would seem that Crate is a possible logical situation for filming in Iceland, right? But from what we've seen, it seems like there's a lot of stuff that was set up inside Pinewood Studios in the the behind-the-scenes videos for The Last Jedi that are crate related so i mean obviously iceland and crate don't really share any visual similarity (laughs) i mean you know the the white covered ground with the red plumes coming up so that actually suggests that we're looking at a very highly cgi'd environment for those scenes with the resistance ski speeders and the first order gorilla walker But there is a scene that we saw, and I believe was in one of the the behind-the-scenes videos, where on set you see John Boyega and Ray, uh, Daisy Ridley, so Finn and Ray, dancing together, just goofing around. And it does not look like anything that we've seen. It doesn't look like Octu. It doesn't look like Canto Bite. It doesn't look like Crate. Like, just the color scheme is slightly off, and it looks like it's snowing. So maybe that's Iceland, and maybe Ray and Finn are somehow in Iceland together. But what planet could that be? I mean, it seems to indicate that Ray and Finn are going to be reunited at some point in this movie, but... 
how and under what circumstances, well, maybe Iceland holds the answer for us. And speaking of Finn, there's a rather tantalizing answer to a question about what it's like to work with John Boyega that comes from Ryan. So here is that answer. Uh, John Boyega is so cool. He's such a movie star. I was so excited when I started seeing the footage of him in The Force Awakens to write for John. He's just got this magnetic charisma. And the character of Finn in this movie, we really dig into and take to a really cool, interesting place. Um, I can't wait for people to see John's performance in this film. See what I mean? Tantalizing, right? And... Just the other day when I'd been talking with Bobby Roberts on the podcast about 12 o'clock high, one of the things that came up in our podcast was the idea that when Finn says, now I have something to fight for, I think the implication has always been that it was the resistance, but I think it might actually be Ray that he's referring to specifically. He doesn't seem to want any part of the war, but he certainly seems to be concerned about her specifically, so... That being said, taking John's character to a very interesting place, if that also is a part of that equation, that's where it really gets interesting. And then one more for the moment, which is just a fun fact situation. Ryan got asked if there are seatbelts on the Millennium Falcon, and there's actually a bit of history that he brings to bear on the answer. Here you go. So there are seatbelts on the Millennium Falcon, and actually it's interesting, the bench that goes around the hologram table, there's uh, seatbelts on that, and if you look, they're covered in uh, bubble wrap for some reason, but they've been that way since A New Hope, so we left them that way. And there you have it, all your seatbelt questions answered. All right, so after the break, I'm going to share with you Ryan's answers to how difficult it is to keep secrets about The Last Jedi, and how to describe Carrie Fisher in one word. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Nissan and the Star Wars Droid Repair Bay Virtual Reality Experience. It's the official virtual reality story connected to The Last Jedi, powered by Nissan, created by the folks at ILM X Lab. You get to repair BB-8 and his astromech friends so they can roll back into battle with First Order. You can find it at select Nissan dealerships by going to sw7x7.com slash DRB. Yeah, that stands for Droid Repair Bay. And scroll down the page a bit until you find the Droid Repair Bay experience. Once again, sw7x7.com slash DRB to find it near you. Welcome back. All right, so here is the bit about how difficult or not it is for Ryan Johnson to keep secrets about The Last Jedi. Uh, Keeping secrets is not actually that hard. Uh, You just don't talk about anything. Ever. I mean, really, why make things harder on yourself? If you know the rules are don't talk about it, then just don't talk about it, you know? I mean, I know it can be exciting to know stuff, and there have been situations where I've known stuff in advance, but you know what? Don't talk about it. It's pretty easy, okay? (laughs) It's pretty easy. All right, the last thing I wanted to share with you is Ryan's response to being asked how he would describe Carrie Fisher in one word. And I think he did a pretty decent job of it. It's not a question that I would really enjoy being asked because, oh my gosh, how can you possibly do this? And yet, Ryan Johnson did. Here's his answer. Carrie Fisher... In one word, um, singular. I know she's looking down and giving me the middle finger right now. 
So I thought that was very well done. And, you know, if you want to amuse yourself for a few minutes, go to Google and do an image search on Carrie Fisher middle finger. And you will be amazed at how many times she has been photographed flipping the bird. It is absolutely ridiculous. All right. That is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you impersonate a deity, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not against your programming, it's Destiny Unleashed. Or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.